You're listening to the Superpower Podcast, Superpower Kids Edition, where author, philanthropist, and Superpower Kids founder, Neverly Rekla, inspires kids to discover their superpowers and change the world. Everyone, it's your Superpower Kid, Neverly Rekla, and I'm so excited for today's interview. We are talking about how to awaken your dreams. Awakening your dreams is so important because you're able to learn so much and you're able to teach others, especially in business when you're able to follow your dreams. Oh, wow. It's so powerful. And our guest today knows exactly what that's like. Her name is Kira Polson. We met at Steve Ulsher's New Media Summit. She's a mom of five kids, an energetic healer, and the host of the Awaken podcast. So without further ado, will you help me welcome our guest, Kira? Hi. Hello. I'm so happy to see you again. Me too. I'm really excited for this interview. Yeah. So you. you already have a lot of superpowers, but can you tell our guests, our listeners, what your superpowers are? Mm, so I have a superpower of being able to bring forward my my dreams, my inspirations, and like create them to be an earthbound form. So that's probably like my deepest superpower and one that just like brings me massive joy. <laughs> that's a really cool superpower. Yeah. I think that fun. I think that that's really cool to have because some people it can be scary to follow your dreams, especially if you don't know what's gonna take you and you don't necessarily know where you're gonna end up. So I think that it's really cool that you're able to kind of focus on staying in the moment is kind of what I would call it is yeah. able to stay in the moment instead of looking ahead because yes. people look ahead when they're afraid and they're not able to see the beauty of the moment. Yes. Yes. It's, I feel like, you know, as a mom of five, birthing is something I like obviously love and bringing forward these children. And, you know, you don't really know like how to raise them. You don't know how they're going to be, but when you like bring them into this world, you just learn. And I feel like that's how it is with all creation. You birth mm-hmm. them into the world without knowing the end result, without knowing the template in which they are going to be born into. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And there's something about the uncertainty that can make a moment so amazing is because you're just able to trust in it and you're able to kind of see where it's going to take you. But then when you're able to focus on the moment, you can learn a lot. Yeah. Agreed. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And I think that especially I can speak from learning how to stay in the moment and follow my dreams at a really young age. It's such a cool thing. It's such a cool experience because the, I feel like the earlier you learn it, almost the more time you have to train on it, mm-hmm. which I think is really powerful. So much. I, I do mm-hmm. feel that with my kids really creating this, like there's no bounder, boundaries, there's no borders. Like you want to be a musician, son? Yes. Then here's the way to move forward. Like you want to be a professional skateboarder? Yes. Like there are no boundaries. Let's yeah. just, let's move forever. Your soul is calling you to move. Yeah, I agree. <clears throat> Excuse me. I <clears throat> I definitely agree with you. Sorry, I'm losing my voice today. (laughs) (laughs) But I really agree with you on that. So we do need to wrap up for a quick break, but could you tell our listeners where they can go to find out more about you? Yeah, of course. So I'm over on Instagram. My name is Kira Polson. It's K-E-I-R-A-P-O-U-L-S-E-N. 
or my website is kierpolson.com. Awesome. Definitely go check her out because she is so, so awesome. We've been talking with Kira Polson about how to awaken your dreams. We'll be right back after the break. Hello, everyone. This is Tonya Don Reckla, Executive Director of Superpower Experts. And we want to thank each of you for making Superpower Up the number one podcast network for personal development and spiritual growth. Because people like you have the courage to say that mindfulness, healthy living, disrupting reality, the pursuit of consciousness, responsible entrepreneurship, and radical parenting matter. We now amass over 1 million downloads monthly in more than 90 countries. Our numbers keep growing because there are far more people willing to live divergently than mass media wants to acknowledge. For you, the change makers, the light bearers, the way showers, we say thank you. If you're ready to take the next step in your evolution, go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz. And as Neva Lee Rekla, our youngest podcaster, likes to remind us, remember, we all have superpowers and we can change the world. Okay, we're back and we've been talking with Kira Polson about how to awaken your dreams. So we get to do funny FaceTime. I'm so excited for this. And I have my stuffed animal here to join us. <laughs> yes. So we get to make our funniest faces in three seconds. Are you ready? I am so ready. All right. Three, two, one. <laughs> oh my those faces are awesome I didn't know I had that in me that felt real good <laughs> yeah it's so fun being able to have that playful energy and I think that's such a huge part about awakening our dreams is being able to be open to it and I think that being playful is one of like the first areas to start in especially I always talk about this I love doing funny FaceTime it's so so fun and I have serious entrepreneurs on my show, and I've had a bunch of different like aspects of me in my show. But funny FaceTime can always it like breaks people mm. sometimes, yeah. and I think it's really fun to do, especially if people maybe are having trouble opening up and they're having trouble playing funny FaceTime. Just gets them in the mood. <laughs> I love that. That's so fun. Yeah. It's so important to play and it's so extremely important to, I think, play to open up your possibilities and open up your dreams. Yes. And I think what happens is that we get so stuck in our Mm -hmm. to-do lists, in our patterns, in like the hardness of life yeah. That play, it like loses, we like lose it. And um, I mean, that's the best part about being a mom is that like life for me, I'm a better mom if I'm in consistent play. Mm-hmm. So it's like, they just pull me back into the mode of just playing, playing. That is, that's the space of energy and flow. Yeah, I agree with you. And when people get scared to play, because I feel like the story could be, well, I'm too old to play you know, but it's not necessarily you have to act like a child. It's the sense of just opening up your heart. And I think that's one of the biggest parts about awakening your your dreams. Because if you aren't open, you can't. It's not going to happen, which I think some people get caught up in Mm -hmm. is the aspect of if you can't open up, they think that you can still dream, but then 
you have limited possibilities. Mm, yes. Yeah. Agreed. So, yeah. So what were you like as a kid? I'm really curious to see what you were like at a younger age. Interesting. I haven't really gone back that very much. Um, I was pretty introverted um, and uh, kind of lived in my own little magical worlds um, and also was a dancer. Like I just always danced, always danced. Yeah. That's really cool. Mm -hmm. That's really cool. It's interesting because I have a lot of people on my show and almost all of them especially like the ones I'd consider extroverts were always introverted as a kid. Mm. And I think that, I think that being an introvert is kind of cool because yeah. you're able to kind of craft your own world. And I think that some people get caught up in, well, you don't talk a whole lot or mm. things like that. And I would consider myself like a yes, introvert. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm kind of mm-hmm. both because yeah. I'm also a chameleon. So I shift my energy into different places. So it really depends on the situation or my emotions. Mm -hmm. And when some people notice that I'm a little bit more introverted that day, they go, well, you don't talk a whole lot. And when people can't take a step back and go, but maybe we can all like kind of meet in the middle and craft our own fun world, you know? Yeah. Oh, so much. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that's one of the biggest parts about being a kid that I absolutely love is anything is possible. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter if it's logical, you can craft it and it can still be fun. I love seeing like littler kids cre- create like endless possibilities for themselves. So I volunteer at my church for two year olds and I absolutely love it because it's so fun just seeing the kids like grow up but also seeing how they talk about the world and what their perspectives are and how they're playing and stuff. Because I think that if you, I always say this, I look up to little kids Mm -hmm. because they're not really scared of anything. And so something I would say to people is embrace your little kid, embrace your inner two year old Mm -hmm. and you can go so many places. (laughs) I couldn't agree more. And like, when I woke up to dreaming again, after like years and years of just having it really shut down, that's the energy that woke up. Like every mm-hmm. idea that came, I was like, yeah, of course I can make my own jewelry yeah. line. Sure. Of course I can write a book. Of course I can have a publishing company. Like, why can't I? And as yeah. soon as that was there, like the sky's the limit. Yeah, yeah I agree. I'm going to talk about like actual dreams for a second. Ooh, yeah. Well, everything's actual dreams, but like when you're asleep. Yeah. <clears throat> because my parents have always talked to me about controlling my dreams, mm-hmm. especially from a young age when I was having nightmares. I had a dream one time that like a bunch of skeletons were chasing after me. It's a very terrifying dream yeah. for really little kids. So my dad told me to turn them into something mm-hmm. or pretend that it's like a video game or whatever it is and kind of start crafting it and now I've been able to kind of open up my dream world and it's so fun I love the dreams where like you can touch something or like sometimes I go to bed a little bit hungry and I have a dream that I'm eating like sushi or something and I can taste the sushi Mm. so like I think that one of the coolest parts about kind of being open is possibilities are endless and especially in like the dream state you can do anything because it's not 
the real world's kind of stopping you. And for example, I love having flying dreams. Those are my favorite dreams of all time where you can just fly around. And I think that it's so fun. And I think that if you can focus on like dreams, like the actual dream state, you're able to kind of see what's possible for yourself in the real world, real world. Mm. Well, that's really cool. That's not something yeah. that I have really played around with. Um, mm-hmm. I have, I have like things where I would call them more visions where they're like very, very real. And like, they usually show me what's coming next. And then mm-hmm. I have like nightmares and I don't really have an in-between one. Yeah. <laughs> lots of light or lots of dark. There's like, mm-hmm. there's no in-between. I need to ask for a flying dream because that's a dream yeah. come true for me. They're so fun. Oh, Except that's so lucky. Yeah, I have had nightmare flying dreams because I used to be terrified of the Megalodon. Because we watched the movie. The movie's not scary at all. (laughs) But then before we watched the movie, I was so terrified because it looked creepy. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh my goodness, there was this giant shark that like is huge and eats people. And so I would be so scared of it. And one of my dreams was I was flying around. I was flying around and I fell into a pool and there was a megalodon. Mm. And that was my dream. Oh so I think <laughs> that's intense. It's a very intense dream, but I think that is cool because you're able to control it. And also, do you ever have dreams where, like, you hear noise in the real world, but then it comes into the dream? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That happened. My dog woke me up. She had to go to the bathroom, and I heard like someone in my dream say the dog has to go to the bathroom, and I woke up. Wow. So I think it's really cool if you're able to kind of like open up the possibilities. Mm-hmm. And it's so cool, especially if you're having nightmares and stuff. You can have a pleasant night even in midst of them. Mm. I have quite a few kids. I, so I believe that if you have an extraordinary um, imagination and are spiritually gifted, you also deal with lots of nightmares. Like I just mm-hmm. have seen that and, and my kids, I have a lot who are pretty spiritually gifted and very amazing in their creations. So they also deal with crazy nightmares. And mm-hmm. so I'm like really excited to have you teach me this because that's yeah. something I'm going to take in yeah. and help them maybe like regain their power even in a nightmare. Yeah. Cause I noticed that I haven't gotten nightmares as much anymore. I found that I've kind of been able to stop them. It's mostly if I'm going into a nightmare, it's easy to shut it off. Hmm. Like it just shuts off and it's just plain sleep. But then I'm kind of like you on the sense of it's either pure dark or pure light. Yeah. It's like there's no in between. No. And I think that it also kind of ties into there's a bunch of different possibilities in the dream state. Like anything is possible. And so I think it's kind of cool because you can almost practice your superpowers mm-hmm. with dreams. Yeah. And I remember when I was younger, I – younger, but I'm 10. I <laughs> would be really scared of entities and mm-hmm. spirits and stuff that I would see. And I would lie awake at night being so scared yeah. of turning off my light that I, I wouldn't shut it off. Mm-hmm. And one night – so I see energy – I see it really clear. And so it's like, it's almost like tiny rainbow dots 
is kind of how I describe it, and I see it moving and stuff. And sometimes it's like bubbles kind of appear when energy is really moving. Mm-hmm. And I woke up one night. I went into my parents' room and I woke them up. And I said, Mom, I'm seeing rainbow dots. And I don't like it. Yeah. And they described to me that I was probably seeing energy. But then it would be the smallest thing like walking in a dark hallway without a light. Mm-hmm. So scary for me. Yeah. I think that especially as a little kid, when you're open to those things, they're going to come to you. Because mm-hmm. especially I find that spirits come to you when you're younger. I think because like they're, you kind of have that playful energy with you. Mm-hmm. And so they come to you. And there's been some scary experiences for me. Yeah. And like not super scary when I look back on them, but in the moment they're really scary. Yeah. I had a spirit stay with me for a while because yeah. he wanted to know what it was like to be a human. Yeah. And I just had to ask him to leave. I said, yeah. back off. It's my space. Mm-hmm. I think that if you're able to do that in the dream world, especially if you're seeing energy and spirits mm-hmm. and stuff, mm-hmm. you if you can play with it in the dream world, it's a lot easier to play with it outside yeah. when things are happening and stuff. And I think what, you, what you're bringing up is such a powerful conversation because you know, I grew up seeing as well. And then I shut it down for a good 20 years. And then I asked to have it be brought back. And when it came back, it was like dark, dark, dark. I like was scared to death to go to bed because of what I was seeing. And I think teaching just that simple principle that you can just dismiss them, that you can ask them to leave, that you have full agency, man, if more people understood that, because so many people have these gifts and there's not a manual them down. like no one yeah. teaches you how to how to handle these gifts <laughs> right like yeah. hey so if you can see spirits here's what you got to do and so what you're doing is you're teaching people a little bit like some tools uh mm-hmm. which will be so freeing for them yeah i agree and i think that if you're open to it the spirits will come to you mm-hmm. and something that i do is i just kind of set like a little spiritual boundary mm-hmm. and I go all right because the experience I told you that the spirit wouldn't leave like they wanted to be a human yeah and so I just had to go no yep back off mm-hmm. my space yeah and I've been kind of doing that because I'm like I'm good I don't need spirits looking around next to me and mm-hmm. so I just set like a little boundary and it's just mm-hmm. a little bubble I put myself in and then I, I'm okay if they come. And then sometimes little like friends that I had when I was younger will come up. For mm-hmm. example, I had like four entities just floating around my room at night mm-hmm. and they were all talking and I sat up and they stared at me. Mm-hmm. And of course I hid under my covers. Yeah. I was scared and I waited till my, like we woke up yeah. to come out and I said, I saw these random floating beings in my room last night and my mom goes, Oh, those are the white people. And they were like buddies that I had mm. when I was younger. And they'd like play with me and all mm. that. And so I had like an archangel play with my dollhouse with me mm. and he would come back. So I think it's really cool because I think if you at a young age are able to learn it, 
like when you're older, I can't really speak from experience, but when yeah. you're older, even if it's like you're still a kid, they can come back to you, and it's so cool. Yeah. Something I do if like maybe I'm home alone or I'm just bored, I just talk to yeah. my spirits. I'm like, hey, anyone want to chat? <laughs> <laughs> it's really fun. It's like you have endless buddies. Yeah. And yeah. I think that that definitely can go into awakening your dreams mm-hmm. because if you're able to open up to those possibilities, you're able to open up anything in my opinion. Well, and I'll tell you how I use it. So um, now that I'm old, right? (laughs) And um, how I use this gift of uh, working with those who are on the other side, I just just work with my, I call it my spiritual team. Mm -hmm. So I call in my angels, my guides, my leaders, my teachers, my helpers, in and through the highest order of truth and compassion so that I'm really clear on like who we're calling in. And then I um, ask, right? Like, so it's like, I have, I have a new podcast that's launching on Saturday and like all the pathways started to close. And I, I know this is like a call in my soul to create this. I know it's a dream that needs to be manifested. And so I just start asking, all right, I need help. I need like pathways to be open. I need doors to be open. I need the right editor to show up this week. And within 12 hours, everything was put back into place. Everything's on track. Everything's in alignment. And I think when we really get that we have so much access to the spiritual team, to the spiritual helpers, that's what helps us really live our dreams because they can go and create energetically the path to open for those dreams to come forward and be birthed. Yeah, I agree with you. And I think people get scared of visions and different spirits and stuff because I can definitely speak from experience of being so scared yeah and I I get visions and I'm working on controlling them because since I'm still young and I still get fear fearful of them even adults get fearful of them but sometimes I'll have visions of like bad things happening and then I have to just kind of shut it off Mm-hmm. and I pray, I chant, whatever I need to do to just kind of go, no. And something I do is this works so well for me if I hear noises at night because our house cracks a lot. It's mm-hmm. a pretty old house, so it just kind of cracks and swerves and stuff a lot. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes what I do is I pray to God and I pray to all my like spirits and stuff that if there's an issue, you tell my parents because mm. I go, I do not need to be the one to handle this. I have two fully grown adult parents. I have a dog. So if anything needs to happen, tell them <laughs> and because then I know for sure that my parents are going to be warned yeah. and then I can go to bed peacefully mm. and I know that I can trust them mm-hmm. to not like if something's not an issue, mm. they'll come get me. And that way I'm not laying awake at night. And I think that's such, yeah, it's so powerful. And something also I do is if I'm maybe in an area that I'm not so sure about what to do Mm -hmm. is I just kind of, like if I'm in a room with a couple people who I don't really know, Mm -hmm. could even be at a business conference. 
I just kind of put a little bubble over myself. And that's kind of when I go into introvert mode. I just kind of go into my own little world and I just set a bubble and I find that it works. Mm -hmm. If you just kind of emanate this, like, don't talk to me energy, because sometimes (laughs) you just need that. If you just kind of emanate that, people will listen, which I think is really cool. Yes. Yeah. I, I actually shield myself every single morning when I wake up, I go into my sacred space and I do a lot of like cleansing with light. And then I shield myself and the days that I don't shield myself, it's like massive difference <laughs> and not in yeah. a good way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? I agree. I think that's really cool that you're able to do that. And something I do is even if I know that like I'm not nothing bad's gonna happen. Sometimes it's maybe not the funnest experience to be with people that you don't really know. Mm-hmm. Like I am also a part of worship for my church, and for worship rehearsal, sometimes I go there early, and there's just a couple people in the room I don't really know, and we're at church. Nothing bad's gonna happen, mm-hmm. but I just kind of pray. I just set a bubble and I go just make sure nothing bad happens mm-hmm. and that's kind of my little mantra almost it's mm-hmm. a small bubble that I put over myself and I find that here's some advice for you listening if maybe you're you're in a situation that you know nothing bad's really going to happen but you still aren't necessarily sure or maybe you're just not really wanting to talk to people what I do is I set a bubble and ask whoever you follow to just kind of come protect you. And also I do physical signs. So for mm-hmm. example, sometimes I put my bag in front of me mm-hmm. and so I'll sit down in like a corner or something and I'll put my bag in front of me and I'll go on my phone. Mm-hmm. And that makes it kind of obvious, hey, I'm good. I just need my little bubble right now. Yeah. And yeah. then kind of stop emanating that and you could even ask your guides to go when you feel like you're in a space where you can open up I think that is really cool that people are able to put spiritual boundaries because kind of how I imagine it is like I don't really like people I don't know coming too close to me Mm -hmm. so I just kind of set a bubble and how I imagine it is that they walk towards me and have a bubble and then they just kind of bounce off of it yeah and I think that it's really cool that if you're in tuned, if you work on it, you can do a lot with spiritual energy. And I think that's a huge part about awakening dreams. A hundred percent. And I think what is so powerful is if we were to ask, why do people not follow their dreams? And it's always fear-based, right? It's like, there's just so much fear. And so if we can imagine like teaching them how to infuse themselves with light and circle themselves with light, this bubble, whatever the shield is, and choose to like step forward towards their dreams in the light, letting it be like where it disintegrates the fear. Because Mm -hmm. the fear is just old patterning, old belief systems that keep them from really doing their calling. Because I believe dreams lead us to be the leader that we're supposed to become. I definitely agree with that. Mm -hmm. And I think that there's a huge gift in not letting fear stop you mm-hmm. and just listening to your dreams, it can take you so many places. And also, I think that if you listen to your dreams, 
you're able to open up new spirits and entities and guides coming to you and new visions. And I think that's really fun because I remember when I was younger, I still have dragons. My main one is I named him Ash because he's a large black dragon. But when I was younger, I had a bunch of little playful dragons come to me. Mm-hmm. And I named them Brick, Boat, and it was based off the colors that I saw on them. So Boat was blue, Brick was, like, brown, and I would name that all, and I'd have my little pack of dragons. Oh. And that would kind of be my, it would be, like, my little friend group of dragons. Oh, my gosh, that's so fun. And, yeah, and I think it's so fun because... I think that as a kid, some people may think, oh, that's just their imagination. But, like, I feel like if you believe it, then it's possible. Then it's true. You know, I think it's just the what level are you on? Are you on the level of playing or are you on the level of you, like, actually believe it? Mm -hmm. And playing also, you can actually believe it. And I believe that imagination is just the seeds of all of our creation. It can't be born until it's been spiritually created and imaginated, you know, in our imagination. And um, I mean, even like this bracelet, like I saw a vision of these bracelets a year ago and I had no idea how that would be born. And it, and it just was, it was because I allowed it to um, become real and not throw it away because of like, well, I don't have any way to make them. Like, no. yeah, you say yes, the past is open. Yeah, I agree. And there's something so magical about just saying yes. Oh, like, right. don't even think twice. Just say yes. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the more you say yes, the more situations come to you. And also when you're in a situation where you need to say no, you'll know. Yeah. And I think that's really powerful. Yeah. And also I was going to use my baptism as an example. Because I knew to say yes. I knew that it was powerful and I knew that it was it mattered to me. And that's a situation where I know that that made an impact. And I think that it's so powerful when people are able to say yes. Mm-hmm. And also I feel like it has an impact on others' lives. When, like when I look at someone and I know that they're saying yes and they're following their dreams and they're not letting fear stop them, those are the people I look up to because they're so powerful. And it's yeah. so fun just having fun and saying yes. Mm-hmm. And that kind of thinks of, that kind of goes back to channel your inner two-year-old because they don't really know when to say no. You know, they, they don't necessarily know what that means. They just say yes. They just have fun. So why not do that, you know? Mm-hmm. What could mm-hmm. happen in your life if you didn't say no to every call that came to your heart, but instead said yes, like what would your life look like, right? Like the listeners is like, what could possibly be happening in your life if you just said yes to all the pulls in your soul? Yeah, I agree. And there's something just so magical about it. And also when you say yes, I feel like the more you're able to, be more in tune and the more you say yes I feel like your guides and your spirits whoever you follow will bring more situations into your life that you need to say yes to Mm -hmm. which I think is really powerful 
That's that's where the magic happens, right? I mm-hmm. I feel like when we say yes, we become a vessel for this light work to happen in the world. And then it's like, you have no idea the fun that is around every corner just because you said yes. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I'm going to use my coach, for example. So she's my church co- coach, but she got an opportunity to work at Disney for a college scholarship. And she's been gone for about three months now. She's coming back in six months. And at first I was like, no, don't leave me. But then I realized that that was her guidance. She was guided to there to make an impact over there. And it's not like I'm never going to see her. again. Mm-hmm. I think that there's also something so powerful about supporting others because it's scary. And I knew for her, she did not want to necessarily leave us, but I knew that she needed to be there. And there's something so amazing when you know you need to say yes and others support you. Yeah. And you're not, and it's more uplifting. Like, you know that you don't need to be afraid mm-hmm. because your friends, your family can support you, mm-hmm. which is really powerful. And yes. also, surround yourself with the people who you know will support you. If you're constantly surrounded by a bunch of people who maybe won't support you, then find other friends and like, you know, and you support them, they support you and it makes it a lot less scary to Mm. go for things. And I want to add, because I think, especially if people are like, you know, my age, maybe they like can't, they feel like they don't have a support system. One of the fastest ways that I have found to create a support system is just working with my spiritual team, like asking um, my guides and my angels and God to like bring in those who could support me. And just that simple act of requesting, it's like I'm always given such powerful supporters and love. It's just, it's, it's the fastest way. Yeah, I agree. And like I said, like if, I'm bored. I call my entities. I Something I would do is, like, if I went through a situation where maybe I'm no longer friends with somebody, I'm kind of working through that. What I do is I call my guides. Mm. I just go, just be my support. And it's almost like, it's like 10 times better than having a best friend. And I already have a really, really amazing best friend. But it's, like, extra fun. Mm-hmm. And I kind of imagine it like, what's what am I thinking about Paw Patrol? Mm-hmm. How they're all just like a little group. Yeah, I just kind of think of I have like my Paw Patrol group. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Yes, that's so fun. It really is um, like massive joy to work with your spiritual team on creating your dreams. It's uh, for me. I look at it like they actually are business partners. Mm-hmm. on what we do. And you would never not work with your business partner. Right. So it's like, um, I believe in creating a sacred space in your home mm-hmm. where you go to meet God, you go to work with your spiritual team and it's only dedicated to that work. And that is like, Oh, it's just the funnest thing. <laughs> it's so fun. <laughs> you just said exactly where I'm sitting because we have the vortex. Oh. It- Right in front of me is a bunch of crystals. I have Michelangelo, Buddha. Mm-hmm. We have a bunch of plants in here. Mm-hmm. We have Oracle decks, bunch of bunch of crystals. Yeah. This is my parents come here for morning coffee. 
we pray in here, we chant in here, we we talk to spirits in here, my dad channels in here. It's just like the best place to be. Mm. Because and it's so powerful. My grandpa jokes around that you're gonna get sucked into the vortex. <laughs> I, <love it. laughs> I think that he's kind of right because it's like you don't want to eat. It's so fun, so awesome. I call myself like a crystal mom. Yeah. Because yeah. I love crystals. Me too. I'm it's literally so I'm holding one of my favorite <laughs> stones right now. These are we my have one. favorite. They're so grounding. We um, have one. I can never remember the name of it. But I love it. Um, <laughs> Do you know the name? I can't. Yeah. It's a hard name. It, yeah. It's like right it's it's there. in my head. Yeah, it's always it's there. right there. I can never yeah. remember it. But yeah. I have to say that that's really, you know, I took this closet in my house, gutted it, and I have this beautiful blanket and pillows and plants and crystals everywhere. And um, I find my teenagers who will sneak in there and just lay. And, and for me as a mom, like to be able to create a place to teach them, like, this is where we go to meet God. Like, this Mm -hmm. is where we go to like connect inside is the most important thing I could teach my kids. Yeah. And so cool. Cause you basically just described where I'm sitting right now, (laughs) which is awesome. (laughs) (laughs) And it's, it's fun having a little area and something that is amazing about it is also there's a bunch of natural light Mm. and it's just it's in its little area so like our living room is over there but then it's just kind of enclosed in here Mm. and it's really nice Mm -hmm. and it's so powerful and also we have a bunch of books and stuff in here so it's just like the fun little reading area Mm -hmm. and it's there's something so magical about just having your little area. It kind of reminds me of like how kids will build like forts in their closets and stuff. Like I've done that before. If I can't sleep, I move out all the stuff on the floor of my closet. I'll put a pillow and my blankets in my closet and I just sit there. Mm. And it's like, I feel like it's almost a secret cave Yeah, is kind of what I feel like it is Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm you're enclosed in your little area and it doesn't have to be a big room. It doesn't have to have a bunch of crystals or whatever, but just kind of find your happy place in it. And it's really fun to just sit in. It could even be like a blocked out area that just everyone has to ask permission to go. Mm -hmm. And that's just your happy place, your happy corner, your favorite things are there. And it's really fun having that. And I think that's where dreams are actually born, right? Like they get born in a place of like where it's like almost like sync. It's like sanctified for this kind of work. And um, it's definitely a sanctuary for me, but that's a place where I get to go and really start to hear like, what is it that needs to come forward in my life? What are the things I need to be creating? And then like, also what are the next steps? That's where I go to receive all the next steps. I don't believe that our dreams pop in while we're doing our dishes. Our dreams don't pop in while we're doing laundry or working at the office. Our dreams pop in when we get quiet. We create a space to receive them. Mm -hmm. I agree with you. My parents always talk about gods in the bathroom. Mm. Some of the best ideas you get while you're in the shower. Right. (laughs) Always. And it's always the quiet space. You have music playing. 
the stillness. And it's like you're doing something random, like washing your hair or jamming out, and mm-hmm. you're like, oh, I have an idea. Yeah. It's so fun. And I think that it doesn't even have to be a room. It's just a spiritual place that you're in mm-hmm. and just a place, not physically, but mentally. Mm-hmm. And I think that people are able to make that everywhere, mm-hmm. anywhere that you go. But mm-hmm. it kind of sounds like it has to be in an area, mm-hmm. but it really doesn't. I just yeah. like hiding out in little places, <laughs> but you don't have to, yeah. you know? And also, it may be just, like, your happy place. It could be something like talking to a friend. It could be walking your dog. It could Mm -hmm. be doing a sport or whatever. I would say, like, the first way to go is find something that you're passionate about or find someone that you just really enjoy talking to. Mm -hmm. And it can make it really awesome to get cool ideas. And also journals and stuff. They're, they're really awesome. I write at night. Sometimes I just write about my day or I write about little thoughts. Or sometimes I just draw before I go to sleep and it kind of helps my mind relax. Mm. It's beautiful. Yeah. Yes, I think writing is key. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's a great way to channel any light that needs to come out. It's like for some reason writing opens up that listening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And some people don't like writing. If I'm being honest, it's not my favorite thing in the world. Yeah. But it doesn't even have to be physical writing. Sometimes I just go on notes mm. and I just type out whatever it, mm-hmm. my ideas are. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do love creative writing. That's my favorite part about being homeschooled yeah. is so we went to Sierra Vista. We stayed with my grandparents and we visited the Fort Huachuca um, base mm. because my parents were stationed there. Mm-hmm. And I got to learn about where they worked as spies and wow. when they were in the military and stuff. And I got to see the Buffalo Soldier Museum, which I loved because we read books, but none of them really talked about the Buffalo Soldiers. And I feel like that they were kind of like the outcasts, mm-hmm. if I'm being honest, because nobody really, like, people liked them, but. Part of the reason they were called Buffalo Soldiers is because their hair reminded them of Buffalo hair. Mm. So I think that they're really cool and it was really amazing learning about them. And now I'm writing a story actually after this on, it's going to be a fictional story based on all the things that I learned. Mm. Basically like how they live, how they interact. Cause it was kind of cool learning about if a drill sergeant walks by, if you are lower Wait, no, you can't salute a drill sergeant. If someone higher rank than you walks by, no matter what, you have to salute. Unless you're in like an area that you don't have to. And so it was a really fun learning. And I think that was one of my happy places is just learning, mm-hmm. being creative. Because also I got to learn about where my parents worked. Yeah. And also now I'm able to channel that into a story. Because mm. I absolutely love fictional writing. Because you can do, it can be about the most random thing. I wrote a story, a stuffed animal of mine, that was an elephant fell into our recycle bin. I wrote a story about how the elephant got to the recycle bin. Oh, I love it. (laughs) It's things like that that just spark a bunch of different information. Mm -hmm. And it can get you 
so many places and it's so awesome when you're able to open up to that. Yeah. Oh, that's so neat. I love yeah. that. Yeah. Mm. So we are going to wrap up and then we get to do something I love doing and I haven't done in a while. Super Neva questions. Mm. So I'll explain that in a second, but do you have any last closing advice about awakening your dreams? You know, I really feel like if they do what we talked about, right? If they create, I do feel very like deeply in my soul that they can create a sacred space in their life where they go in and connect with themselves, their spiritual team, their higher power. That's going to wake up a muscle for them to use anywhere and everywhere. And mm-hmm. just saying yes, like letting the ideas come. And then also like, I just like to say, put them on the altar, like put them there and let God show you what the next step is and it'll be the funnest ride of their life. I absolutely agree. Mm -hmm. You said that and it reminded me of my happy place, my absolute favorite place. It's a place I always look forward to go is church. Mm. It's so fun. We go to CCV and we talk about them a lot and it's one of the largest church in the nation's it's the largest church in Arizona and the sixth largest church in the nation. Wow. And it's huge. Their Christmas services are unbelievable. We went there and it's so powerful. Mm-hmm. And you're able to channel so much energy just by walking around. And they have this beautiful mountain that has the, what's it called? The area that Jesus was buried when he was resurrected. Yeah, the tomb, yeah. Yeah, the tomb. And then they have a giant cross, and you can walk up. There's a bunch of different things and stuff. It's a gorgeous campus. Mm. And they go from, like, infants to adults. They have a bunch of different grades. They Mm. have church camps. And it's just an amazing place. And I get to go there two days a week Mm. because – I volunteer for two-year-olds, and then I go to my service. And then Sunday morning, I get to go and serve for worship. Mm. And it's just a beautiful space. It doesn't have to be church. It doesn't matter what your spiritual beliefs are. But I think that there's something so powerful about having someone you look up to. So for Mm. me, it's God, Buddha, spirits. But no matter what it is for you, having something like that and having a place where it's dedicated for you to connect with that higher entity, mm-hmm. so freaking powerful. Agreed. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That was that was powerful stuff. I liked that. Mm-hmm. So, and we do get to do super neat questions. Fine. I haven't done them in quite a while. I feel like. So what's going to happen is I'm going to speed ask you questions, and you have to answer them as fast as you can. <laughs> <I know. laughs> All right, let me get let me get grounded. All right, here we go. All right, you ready? I'm ready. What's your favorite color? Mm, purple. What's your favorite animal? Koala. Ooh. Are your kids in public school? Yes. Okay. Um, if you could have to travel anywhere in the world right now, where would you go? Kauai. Ooh. If you could be any superhero, who would you be? Mm, and it can be made Woman. up one too. Wonder Woman. Oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. She's a good one. Yeah. And you could be best friends with any superpower, superhero. Who would you be? Who would you be? Friends with? Oh no, I don't know that one. Mine's Captain Marvel. She's awesome. Oh yeah, she is super cool. Um, you know, I think it would be Spider Man, so he could like fly me everywhere. You know, like yeah. swing me all over the city. 
<laughs> I also choose Captain Marvel mostly because of the Florkin. Oh. Just because the Florkin, so thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and technically, it's not a cat, and I'm allergic to cats. So yeah. if I can still be with a cat-like thing. Perfect. Yes. It's a good one. <laughs> if, if you could be any inanimate object, what would you be? Oh, a tree. Oh, that's a good one. But aren't they technically animate? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> what would it be? What, okay, give me an example. Um, Like a pillow. Oh. Or hmm. a book or a water bottle. I think a book. That feels good. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say a crystal, but then I feel like that's awesome. Yeah, I was going to say a stone, but then I realized, yeah, you're right. And trees are definitely yeah. living, so. Yeah. But I kind of want to be a tree. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like if I had to be something else, I'd be a dog or a tree. Yeah, for sure. Or a fairy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So if you could be a fairy or a mermaid. Oh, fairy. Hands down. Yeah. Yeah. We, I live in Arizona, so there's not necessarily anywhere to like swim except swimming pools. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I would definitely choose fairy because also you can be tiny and have fun with that. Agreed. If you could be... A mermaid or an elf? Mm, mermaid. I, I would choose an elf, actually. Yeah? I feel like that would be kind of fun. Yeah. Because I feel like they live in trees and stuff, True. along with fairies. True. And also, again, I live in Arizona. So do I. Do you know I live in Arizona? You do? Yeah. That's awesome. Yes, yeah. yeah. If you could have a pet dragon or a pet unicorn. Oh, unicorn. I would dragon hands down <laughs> only because you get to fly yeah you can make food whenever you want true you don't have to pay for traveling mm-hmm. and also it's a dragon <laughs> yeah but i feel like unicorns i might i might be making this up i mean maybe i said this in the car with my five kids last night when they were bashing unicorns i said unicorns are of the highest order of magic and they all got real quiet like is she serious or is she playing but i actually feel like there's like magic that just comes out of their horn yeah. that you can just do whatever you want they are pretty magical i mean i made that up but i feel like that's true yeah <laughs> know what <laughs> it's true in your head, so it can be true. <laughs> right? And also, I choose dragons. One, because I feel like they look cool. Unicorns, I don't have a problem with them. But dragons, unicorns almost feel a little bit pinkish. Mm-hmm. Like if I can think of a color for a unicorn, I think pink. Mm-hmm. But for a dragon, I think like dark red. And yeah. I feel like it's powerful. True. So it, it really depends on my emotions, though. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> If you could, oh, this is hard. If you could be any stuffed animal, mm. what would you be? Mm. I feel like a sloth. That feels nice. Soft. I love sloth stuffed animals. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. They're cute too. They are cute. If you could have any superpower in the world, what would you choose? For sure, flying. Me too. Yeah. Me too. I would be flying or probably invisibility. Yeah. Because that would be like a mega energetic block. And also Mm -hmm. you could sneak up on people and be like (laughs) the master at hiding and go seek. (laughs) Because like you just like, or if you had both, because you could fly up to the ceiling Mm -hmm. and just 
become invisible and then no one's gonna find you true i like both mix i want i want mix yeah me too (laughs) if you could be any disney villain oh the villain oh no nobody asked about the villains Mm, i feel like maleficent is kind of rad yeah, she's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. And also you get to wear like a really cool head. Yeah. And thing. like kind of feel really powerful as her, you know? Yeah. I also kind of thought Ursula, but I don't know if I wanted to be part octopus. She was actually my first choice. And really? then I and then I was like, mm, I don't know if I feel that powerful as her. When you say Melis- Maleficent, I yeah. feel like she's one of the nicer villains mm-hmm. also. True, true. Except she did put... Sleeping Beauty to sleep, but we don't have to talk about that. And but she didn't actually kill her. True, so, I mean, that's there was true. some kindness in there. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> if you could write a book right now, that's a fictional book. What would the name be? What? Oh no! Is any name? Mm. I feel like it would be. <laughs> I feel like it would be like. Like fairy bliss. Like I feel like there's like a story about fairies I would love to write. That would be fun. Mm -hmm. Mine would be The Secret Life of Aubin because that's my name backwards. And also I feel like she could be like an elf or fairy or something. That's super cool. Yeah. And she could be like a spy. Oh, I need more time on that one. I'm going to come back (laughs) later and I'm going to tell you a way better story. (laughs) (laughs) So do you know of Harry Potter? Yeah. All right. If you could be any Harry Potter character, who'd you be? Mm, I think I'd want to be a Harry Potter. Yeah. I'd yeah. want to be Luna Lovegood. Yeah, she's cool. I really like her. Also, yeah, I just true. thought of it because of my shirt. True. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be a mix between Harry Potter or Luna Lovegood. Mm-hmm. Also, I use the name Voldemort for like people who aren't in my life anymore, who maybe <laughs> I don't necessarily like the most. Yeah. And so it's, their names are Voldemort. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah, because you can't say Voldemort's name, yeah. but then, then you can't say their name. Yeah. It's a very creative way. I like it. It's a good yeah. plan. <laughs> <laughs> if you could be a mix between any two animals, what would you be? So I love hummingbirds. So for sure, hummingbird. Uh, and I don't, I mean, it's not a very big mix, but I also love eagles. So somehow mix those two together. Yeah. Like a big hummingbird, big hummingbird. Yes. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I would probably choose a koala because I also really like koalas and maybe a butterfly. They're not Mm. necessarily animals, but then it would be a cute flying koala. That'd be a really, that'd be like kind of a, that's very, um, I used to have, so I used to collect fairies as a, tw- so that was me as a 10 year old. I collected all these like um, glass fairies that sat on bubbles. And there was this one that was this cute teddy bear that had wings. And that's what it would look like. That's what it would look like. That <laughs> would, would be, be that. So yeah. That would be so awesome. Yes, for right. sure. So I think this is my last big question. I may come up with more, but if you could interview anyone dead or alive on your podcast, who'd you choose? For sure. I would want to, I would want to meet Christ. 
I would yeah, want to talk I, to Christ. I was about to say God. Yeah. That would be pretty heckin' awesome. Mm, that that, so that and the Divine Mother. Yeah, that would also mm. be fun. Like, anything yeah. on that level would be fun. I'd also kind of want to talk to Buddha. Yeah. I feel like that would be a fun conversation. Just get mm-hmm. all of them mm-hmm. into mm-hmm. one. Yeah. That'd be fun. And would, um, Muhammad. Like, yeah. I'm learning a lot about uh, the Islam world, and it's uh, super intriguing, right? These leaders. There's, there's a bunch of different leaders. That would be so fun. I'd also mm-hmm. say my great-grandpa, because he was pretty awesome. He served in World War One or Two. Wow. And he just has this, like, amazing story. So that'd be fun to interview him to talk about that. Also, definitely Captain Marvel. <laughs> yeah. Can't forget her. <laughs> um, I do have a dream of interviewing Lauren Daigle. Like, do you know Lauren Daigle? <gasps> yes, we love her. I know. We absolutely it's love It's like music. hands down my earthly dream, someone. Well, didn't because, we talk about that at um, New Media Summit? You said you went to a Lauren Daigle concert. Yeah, I'm going next week and I'm meeting her. <gasps> so put I'm that jealous. into the ethers that maybe yeah. one day I could interview her. All right, so just give her my name. And just <laughs> kind of tell her. <laughs> okay, you work with your spiritual team. I'll work with mine. I'll okay. see if I can pull this off. <laughs> That's going to happen. It's okay. going to be a thing. Okay. How about this? If you get Lauren Daigle, I can get God on our show. <laughs> Done. Done. <laughs> Said. <laughs> that, that's a good trade-off. <laughs> oh, my gosh, yes. Oh my. Yes. Uh, we do need to wrap up soon. But that was absolutely amazing. That was so fun. <laughs> and I, fun. That was a promise I made, so it's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, it, it needs to now. Yeah. Also, we definitely need hummingbird eagles and butterfly koalas. Yes. It's going to be a thing. That's real. Yeah. <laughs> but this was such a fun conversation. Thank you so much for this. Can you remind our listeners one more time where they can go to find out more about you? Yes, uh, they can find me on Instagram at Kira Polson or my website, kirapolson.com. And thank you. This was so yeah. much fun. Thank you so much. This was a lot of fun talking to you. And also, I think we talked about some pretty awesome stuff. I think that not being afraid of spirits and dreaming is such a powerful topic. Mm-hmm. And also, I think that like you kind of reminded me of uh, an adult me because I feel like <laughs> talk about vortexes and happy places and all that so i I definitely want to talk to you more that was fun thank you it's been so fun thank you so we've been talking with kara polson about how to awaken your dreams bye and remember we all have superpowers and we can change the world through awakening our dreams bye everyone thanks for listening to the superpower up podcast superpower kids edition Go now to superpowerkids.com and discover your superpowers today.